Hey guys, welcome back to Sutherland Girls Podcast. My name is Brittany. And I'm Shannon. Um, we're so excited to talk about this. I mean... We're always excited. <laughs> we're always excited, but we talked about this book for the last month about how I was born. <laughs> but I think with what's going on in our lives, we started to think more deeper Mm-hmm. rather than surface level I think compared book. to the other books we've read this is a more deeper book yes yeah um and I just want to start off on the podcast saying a disclaimer warning so if you're listening to this and you do not like curse words or any particular s word f word all of the definitely curse not words. c word because I don't think we're oh, gonna say that I don't think you can say that I don't think you can say that on the radio or podcasts. They might cut you. Um, so I want to say this disclaimer now because if you have little kids in the car and you're listening to this or you just can't handle us being unfiltered and fully unfiltered, fully unfiltered. And, you know, I've gotten some comments. We've gotten a little bit of backlash about not truly being unfiltered. So from this moment forward, this is our disclaimer. We're just going to say, we love Jesus, but we cuss a lot. We cuss a lot. But <laughs> Jesus the still saying, loves us. The saying is, I cuss a little, but eh, let's be honest. Yeah. It's not a little. It's always. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. You know, and a lot of people don't understand when people curse. It's for me, I don't want to speak for you, but for me, it's more of like an emphasizing mm-hmm. of a feeling that mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's usually when I'm in a mood you know whether it's good or bad or harsh or super nice and excited it's it just emphasizes how i'm feeling your emotion yeah Mm, and that's why i like the f word Mm, uh uh-huh i did notice that (laughs) anyways so disclosure is over i'm sorry if we lost a few listeners but you know what there's always next week it's always okay in my heart the right type of people are going to follow us and love us. Well, everybody's going to criticize no matter what yeah. at one point. So you might as well be yourself. I'm just going to be myself. Well, might as well be yourself. Yes. So we're just going to be our true unfiltered, like truly unfiltered. For today? Selves. No, for always. Oh. Oh. This moment moving forward. Well, we were. Well, okay, go ahead. No, that was it. I, 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 I <laughs> Yeah, in the true sense of the word, okay, unfiltered. Let me yes, ask I you. get you. We have been ourselves, but we have been too nice. A nicer version of ourselves. Yes, censored. So yes, you're right. And the people that have written in are right. Mm-hmm. And my husband is right. Even though I don't the person like admitting that. Knows that. Us the most out of all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so we are talking about which book? You have it in front of you. Gift from the Sea by Anne Morrow Lindbergh. Yes. So this book was recommended by, what's her name? Maria Shriver. Yes. She reads this book every year. Mm-hmm. And if you've read this book with us this, well, in April, because this episode is airing in May. Sorry. Um, so this is our April book of the month. Mm-hmm. 
book and I at the end of the whole entire book she talks about how this book is read every year by most of her readers uh-huh. I did not understand that because I first of all thought the book was so boring I did not understand it she was jumping it's very deep around it's very deep that's the thing is it is such a deep I wrote um a good description of the book it's more like um how do you say that like um oh philosophical she like. she called it this and I was like oh 100% at least she knows like th- it's a book of poetic essays there you go and they all have meaning and they all have meaning and it's very like like um poetry and then real life like uh, observations uh-huh uh-huh and then back to poetry and then real life observations. So it kind of like lost me at the beginning. And then when I listened to the audible, I was like, okay. Now it makes, it makes more sense, sense ha- like having someone read it to you. Yeah. Listening rather than to, reading it and you're yeah. like, where are we going? Yeah. Listening to the, the narrator. <laughs> okay. So if you didn't read this book, it's literally two chapters. It's very quick read. It's like 144 pages. Yeah. Yeah. I Well, I think it's 130. 30 something oh anyways anyway besides the point um it's 130 130 um and it's a big font and the margins are pretty big so it's like you can speed through the pages it's quick the chapters are like two pages long two to three pages no the chapters are there's only two chapters oh the short stories are like two chapters (laughs) two pages (laughs) okay (laughs) um but if you get the audible which thank you so much if you purchase the book with our link. Every time you click on a link to make a purchase, you're in, in you're investing in our podcast and the equipment is not cheap like at all. So, we're currently paying that off mm-hmm. with purchases that you guys make to invest in us and we deeply appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, my first note, I think this was in like the first 5 minutes. Um I said that this she said a quote, quiet and rest in the present, like the sea. And I was like, oh, this is like a total beach read. Like you, I mean, I think it's better if you get the audible, to be honest. But I think this is a perfect, like when you need that f- removal from people, you need that alone time, you need the removal from society from the city from real life and you need to just like focus in on Mm -hmm. just meditating and just relax from everything like eliminate all problems this is the book and read from beginning to end yes and the audible is what two and a half hours Mm -hmm. so it's like perfect to listen at the beach Mm -hmm. so like go to the beach to meditate to have alone time listen to this book it's perfect um i said love this book oh i love this book to look inward and to escape life for two hours Mm -hmm. um okay and then there's some things that i liked some quotes that she said from chapter one the beach is not for thinking working or writing yes and i always get pushback from woody and other people on like why do you always want to go 
to somewhere that has like a beach or a body of water to vacation? Like, don't you want to explore? Don't you want to learn culture? Don't you want? Of course I do. But to me, that's not like resetting. You know why? Why? Because you're a water baby. Yes. And I'm a, I'm a fire sign. So it's I need the, second, the opposite. It's the second line in my notes. Really? And the water brings me peace instantly. Well, it's like drive to the beach, open the door, hear the waves. That's it. So you're a cancer, which is a water sign. I'm a Sagittarius, which is a fire sign. And I always feel peace when I'm either in a body of water, next to a body of water, or I have a fire in front of me. So like a Mm. fireplace, a fire pit candle. I need either the opposite of me or the same to like feel chilled out, like totally centered and she that's what she talks about in the book too is like centering and i was like oh my gosh this is such a hippie book um another quote she said was the sea doesn't reward those that are anxious and searching (sighs) and i was like oh my gosh so many of my friends need this book or need to listen to it at least and i feel like we definitely we're in especially millennials we're in this mindset that go, 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 go. You'll sleep when you're dead. Those are some quotes. Um, hustle to where you want to go. Um, don't sleep. Don't party. Like do e- the opposite of what everyone else is doing. Rush, rush, rush. Yeah. And I 1000% disagree. I think if you want greatness in your life, you're going to naturally, you know, move away from those temptations and achieve greatness, but you don't need to lose out on life. You don't need to lose out on events. You don't need to lose your friends and family and you don't need to lose sleep over it. I think when someone who has such a focused mind can, and it's something that you truly love and want to do in life, it's going to naturally happen. Mm -hmm. So there's no need to I mean, there's definitely a need to be disciplined, but there's no need for you sacrificing everything. Well, and this, the growth is part of the journey. If you rush through the journey, you're going to be 50 and have looked back and seen all the time you've wasted trying to get to where you want to get. Yeah. So she mentions in the first chapter, what's the shape of your life? And she's kind of like talking about like shells and the ocean And so basically what is part of your, the shape of your life is determined based on your childhood, your education, the pressures that are in your life, and then your desires. So this was all about like looking inward and finding what you want in your life and staying true to yourself. Um, So she said like, I want, and then dot, dot, dot. And I put or she said inner harmony, um, which is a multiplicity. She said a life of non-simplicity causes friction and non-unity of society, which is like so crazy. And I think I lost so many people just now saying that. Um, But I think we try so hard to censor ourselves. We try so hard to stay away from things that could damage us but maybe that's part of our molding of our life the shape of our life 
sometimes it's good to go through negative experiences and shape your life a little bit better. So instead of just complaining and blaming all of your problems on everything that's happening around you, this book and this chapter is really good to like focus inward and look at what you're taking from it Mm -hmm. rather than blaming everyone around you. Um, I had a thought and so I had to write it down. So I said, if you don't want a simple life, you work hard to have a busy, multiplicity life, but don't bark or pass judgment on those who have it and did what is needed to have it. Basically, if you are lazy, not my problem. Mm -hmm. So I feel like lately I've gotten a few insecurity comments that were pushed onto me Mm -hmm. and... If you guys didn't know, I'm 28 years old. I have worked really hard to like on my education. My goal was to get through college as fast as possible and do my best and learn as much as I can along with working at the same time as getting my degrees. Mm-hmm. And I I focused my 20s on one having fun when I can, but also focused on the development, the foundation of my career. Mm-hmm. Because I knew if I wasn't going to do it in my 20s, it's going to be harder in my 30s with a husband and family and, you know, juggling kids. Like I witnessed you go through that and I still don't know how you did it. <laughs> but I, like, I worked really hard. So the fact that I get comments about, like, oh my gosh, you have this or oh my gosh, like, you know what? It doesn't bug me as much as I'm like talking about it right now, but there's like a little bit of me that's like, like people have said, I live a very bougie lifestyle. Right. I don't think I do. Okay. I don't think I'm in denial either. Uh-huh. I think that I worked really hard and I'm extremely responsible financially. And if I want something new or if I, you know, I worked hard for it, but I don't want the comments of like, oh, look at you. Like, don't pass judgment on my nice things that I worked hard for. Mm -hmm. And I I don't want to settle for average. That's just me. That's you. Be you. And who cares? Yeah. So it's just like not irritating not annoying i get i get it but it's like why do you have to even make pass judgment on like my lifestyle Mm -hmm. like it's not yours you're not living in it haters gonna hate yeah and then um going through the chapter i had another thought which was Uh uh-oh uh-oh what the hell is she talking about i feel calm though that was my comment. Yeah. Because I like, was like, I didn't get any of that, but I feel at peace. Yeah. So the, it was like almost done with chapter one. And I was like, well, I at the beginning, I thought, wow, her voice is very boring. Like I'm going to fall asleep. But I felt myself like, you know, shoulders down, mm-hmm. like relaxed, almost like in a meditative state. Yes. And it's almost like you can feel like you're at the ocean. Yes. Yes. It's so bizarre. You can picture where she's like, at. Like you're sitting on the sand. <clears throat> yeah. And it's like early morning. It's very little, descriptive. A little chilly. Yeah. But like, you know, you can handle it. 
and you can hear the ocean. Oh, it's, I just think people who don't know how to meditate, I think this is the perfect book to describe what meditation feels like. Mm-hmm. So It's almost like you're inside her mind as she's thinking. You know how you think things in your quiet moment, like you pick up something and you look at it and you think about it. She's describing that. Yeah. 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 I like it. She goes back and forth describing different shells. Yeah, through the whole book. And then interpreting like how the shell represents life. Yeah. It's very, very deep. It is deep. And when you first start reading it, you're like, huh? Yeah. Um, she said the outside can help find the answer on the inside. Mm-hmm. I was like, dang, girl, you're good. You're good at reading. Er, reading. You're good at writing. Yeah. She talked a a lot about solitude and everyone needs solitude in their life um, to find peace and also to feel renewed. Mm -hmm. And so I really encourage anyone who's listening that really can't do anything on their own. Like, I, I really think that, if you are aware of it, I think you need to work on it. I think it would be a good thing to start doing this upcoming week is focus on doing one or two things completely by yourself that you wouldn't normally do by yourself. It's, and don't feel like you're being judged or looked at. Um, Just be with yourself. Yeah. I, I think focusing on your own thoughts and I mean, I don't know how to do things only with people because I do so much by myself. Right. We're very solitude people. Yeah. But honestly, when something like I know a lot of people are codependent and they literally can't, can't do go anywhere by themselves. Yeah. By themselves. Yeah. And it like breaks my heart because I'm like, you're missing out on so much like learning about yourself, hearing your your own inner voice instead of being told things. Right. I think it's really important, and especially with this book, you're learning to have a relationship with yourself. Yes. Oh, and then she said the sweetest thing, and I was like, this is actually something that a lot of people forget. So it's like sweet, but also like cautious to remember. The beginning of every relationship is pure. Mm. So it's like, what's it? What's it? Warm and fuzzy inside. Warm and fuzzy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the beginning of our relationship is just like the c- cutest, sweetest little thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I remember so many times of like, like looking at my friends or thinking about my friends, thinking about me and Woody, the first year of all of those relationships, I'm just like, oh my gosh, that feeling of, you know, finding a friendship Newness. and being like, oh my gosh, I found my person who's my friend or I found my person that I love and adore and I see myself with the rest of my life. Um, I just love that. But I also like, (laughs) I also am like, I've, I've been watching selling sunset and I think, I know. And everyone probably hates this show, but I, I don't know why I'm so obsessed with it. I can't stop watching. I know I can't. I I binge watched it in three days. You got to kind of get it over with. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, not over with, but you got to find out what happens. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to give anything away. I know. Yeah. yeah. 
go ahead um but i'm really looking forward to the reunion Mm -hmm. so that's very exciting for me um but one thing that i see in a lot of reality shows is like people like it almost makes me feel like oh like sorry for them yes i know like you're so in love but you haven't even hit one year Mm-hmm. like the the first year is the easiest year <laughs> yes or it should be if, if it's yes. not you should yeah. probably end it <laughs> oh yeah 100 percent. i'm well it depends some people have trauma and you have to work through that but yes yeah so i mean i when we were watch me and woody were watching selling sunset last night i went to the kitchen and i was just like how do people get married after knowing each other for a year like got married within the first year of knowing them the other person they're all wrapped up in that love bubble you're so wrapped up in oh no wait it wasn't selling sunset it was um housewives of new jersey jersey yeah when they got engaged at one year yeah and i was just like you you guys are showing your best sides of yourselves it's kind of cringy when she talks about him being the love of her life over and over and over and over again and i'm like you haven't lived life with him yet yeah you guys just like they hit one year and then they moved in and then they got engaged like a month after that. please stop saying that please please just be in love it's it's figure it out yeah yeah yeah. and it's very like one it's sweet because it's like oh you found your person yeah but at the same time it's like oh you don't know him or you don't know her. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to slow down. Yeah. And I understand it's totally different than what she had in the past. We're kind of going off on a tangent here, but, but yeah, I just think you really need to remind yourself, even though it's like happiness, fireworks and everything, but whether it's a relationship or a friendship, you need to be in love with yourself. You need that solitude to know yourself mm-hmm. and know what you want and those desires. But also you like need to also remind yourself like, oh, I'm putting on my best face. I'm putting on my best behavior and this so first year. And so are they. That's what you need to remember too. Like if you are truly being your complete self, mm-hmm. they might not be. Right. So you need to just like, you know, be excited and happy, but also remember like, this is their best version. Yeah. Okay. Chapter two. She said, women have to learn to stand alone, find their center and learn to be alone. Yes. So I'm recently just finding my center mm-hmm. and boy, oh boy, it's a journey. Like I, everyone's like oh look inward look inward i'm like okay i don't know how i don't know what that means but okay (laughs) um and so like meditation really helps with finding your center and going inwards on like what's going on in your life and what are the traumas that you've had in your past and so i think women we are we're taught to grow up do great things get married have babies and we're not being reminded to learn to stand alone by themselves. Mm -hmm. And this is one thing like a lot of people in the last 10 years in my twenties, they have asked me like, how did you, 
how did you know that you wanted to marry Woody? And I said, well, I mean, he's my one, he's my person, but I finally got to a point in my life where I felt like I can, I can rely on myself. I'm good. I don't need anyone. But if that one person, my person came into my life, that would be great. And I think everyone just rushes into things because they just want to be loved. And I think it's so important. And if you haven't learned to stand alone as a woman, I encourage you to find that because when you get that feeling and I, I don't know how to describe the feeling, but it's okay. It's empowerment. Mm. Like no matter what anything no matter what happens or if anything comes at you you can face it alone and know that you can do it alone and feel strong enough to do it by yourself i love that (laughs) i really love that because you should be able to because you never know what's going to happen in life yeah you never know and i think you and grandma have always taught me that aunt carol has taught me that that you just as a woman it's so important to find yourself first before finding a mate yeah because you need to know who you are before you can tell another person who you are right because you see we know people that kind of um, evolve into whoever they're with yes and then you go from relationship to relationship to relationship and you never really find out who you are yeah you're just jumping into that person's world yes and it's kind of sad because you're not living your authentic life yeah Okay, so I put a note. I said, learn about, and then in quotes, distance makes the heart grow stronger. Mm. So she talks a lot in this chapter about, I mean, not only just women standing alone, Mm -hmm. but she says like the distance between a love somehow, and we obviously you, you don't know how, but it like makes your heart grows wonder <laughs> yeah so um i mean i don't know how else to describe that but yeah. it's so true because me and Woody, three years into our relationship he moved to another state he was gone for nine months and i like if anyone asks me i would do it all over again you think that made it stronger absolutely mm-hmm. i think it taught both of us y- it gave you both w- independence yes yeah and it taught both of us that like, okay, we actually can't live without each other. Right. And that's how we found out that, I mean, we knew we were each other's person, mm-hmm. but it just made it that more visible right. for both of us. And so I think it's really healthy to have those alone times with yourself in a relationship and also apart. Mm-hmm. So that was my take on this book. Very nice. I definitely will not read it every year. Every year. <laughs> I think maybe when I'm like need that inward look on life, I need a little bit more help. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to it on audible at the beach for two hours. Yeah. But that's it. Not every year. I maybe think every that, five years. <laughs> I think like every time you went on a beach vacation, like make that your first. If I'm able two to. hours, like if I'm able to have like two hours by myself, but it's usually like anytime I'm on vacation, I cannot get alone time. Right. Right. <laughs> so. It would be a nice setting for the a beginning of a time alone. Yeah. Okay. So 
Um, the first thing I wrote in my notes was the beach. Yes. God's gift to us. Yes. It's just like, I mean, who could step on a beach or drive by a beach or, and not think how great that is? Everything. Mm-hmm. The water and the sand and the sky and the animals, everything. Okay. Anyway. And then that's where I wrote that I'm a true water baby. <laughs> because the water does instantly bring me peace. Yeah. It can be the ocean. It can be a lake. It could be a river. Um, so on that note, um, it's she's comparing the beach throughout the book yeah. to life. Like the shells and the different kinds of shells, like you said. And and so she gives like little stories as she talks about the shell. And the, the story about the crab shell in the beginning. Mm-hmm. It like really hit me because it's the best like explaining the journey you're about to go on in this book with her. And it says, he ran away and left his shell. Did he run away? Did he hope to find a better home, a better mode of life? Mm -hmm. And then she says, what is the shape of your life or my life? She puts it. All the pressure, all the stress, all the hustle, all the obligations. So she kind of summarizes that about into detail about all the responsibilities women have in life. Yeah. And it's, and it's like, really honestly unfair. <laughs> well, as generations go by, I've witnessed men get more and more and more involved. Yes. But I think like it's so unfair to have everything on a woman's shoulders. And she really describes that, which is funny the way she describes that is all the responsibilities that women have because this book was written a very long time ago. Yes. It was like written in like 50 years ni- ago. Yeah. It was written in like 1975 and then they had a renewal on it yes. in like a reprinting of it in 83 and another one in 03. And then this particular copy that we read, her daughter, daughter. does the... And her daughter is like in her 50s. Yeah. Her daughter does the little beginning. What's it called? Um, prelog or something. Prologue? Introduction. Prologue. Her daughter reads the introduction to the book. Yeah. So like that was really, when she's talking about all the responsibilities that women have, and she's like, in today's world, and you know it's 50 years ago, but the way she describes it is right on, Mm -hmm. you know, to be at peace with myself, purity of intention and harmony. Yeah. As I get older, I always think about uh, like... I've always said, like, I want to be at peace. I want to be at peace, especially through yeah. my sobriety journey. Like, I'm at, finally at peace. This brings me peace. So my new word after reading this book is harmony. Harmony. So from here on, I want harmony. Inner harmony and outer harmony. Yes. So a quote in there, in that part is, um, may the outward and inward be one. I 100% agree. Yeah. So you want your outside to be the same as your inside. And outside, like, not you physically on the outside. No, like, not your looks. what's happening on yes, the outside. Yes, your world. <laughs> yes. In your world, sorry. Yeah. Um, then don't, she talks about... Don't apologize. Oh, I'm really doing so much better about that. <laughs> so, ooh. <laughs> Today we are overscheduled and overworked and overstressed. And then she lists all the responsibilities, like the raising of the children and the work and the schedules and the you know soccer practice and blah, 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 all that stuff yes she talks about what it's like so on that women have so many roles today on top of the mothering role and the quote 
that I wrote down from the book is, the problem is not merely one of woman and career, woman and the home, woman and independence. It is basically how to remain whole in the midst of the distractions of life. Yes. How do you remain balanced? Again, I think we get so distracted with like people's comments, especially. All there's all kinds. It's like, like whoa, 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 whoa. You know, how like I get off course. <laughs> yeah, and you know how there's so many distractions in life, and um, people say like, you know, the news is trying to distract you from what's going on in the world, and da da da. But these are things that pull you off center. Yeah, and you need to be centered to be in harmony. <laughs> yeah, I fully agree. Like if. The news is messing with you. Turn it off. I don't watch it anymore. And that's okay. Right, right. So so you want to stay centered. You want to remain strong. Mm-hmm. Um, because when things come at you in life, you don't want it to knock you off. Yeah. And you also need to learn how to get back on course and not just right. let it stay off course and right. go chaotically. So she talks about how we don't, uh, in, the, in the middle of the book, she talks about how we don't need as much as what we have. And we oh talked about this in our decluttering gosh. episode about how having all this clutter creates chaos around you. Yeah. And she talks about how little we need to survive and live off of. Do you remember her analogy? And I was like, okay, girl, you're too far. It, it went really far. I didn't, she said, I didn't write down. make every- like have ever all of your belongings fit into a suitcase i was like um no <laughs> uh, that's sad but that's sad to me but yeah either she either said belongings or all of your clothing and but I the like, way she, um, the word she uses simplification yes which is like a really good like simplify your life yeah because all this chaos all this responsibility is knocking you off center yeah so the quote is one is free like the hermit crab to change one's shell yes i remember that i like that because it gives you the permission to keep evolving and changing and learning throughout life you don't have to be the same person you were in your 20s you don't when you set who you are in your 20s you're you're not tied to that you're not tied to who you are in your 30s or Mm -hmm. in your 40s or now 50s yeah and i think we need to give people more credit i lost a friendship a very well, I thought it was important, but now I realize it wasn't as important to this other person. Mm-hmm. Um, and they could be listening, which is fine. I don't, I don't, thank you. <laughs> um, but I'm telling my truth now. They told my other friend, who is my best friend in the whole world, like ride or die, um, I would do anything for her. And they told her, I have not changed since high school. And I just thought, I've done so much since high school. This was like a year ago, maybe two years ago that they said this. And I'm like, I'm eight years older than I was when you knew me in high school. And it hurt me the fact that like you didn't even try to get to know my new me. I don't even understand that statement. I don't understand Because I think you're a totally different person. I think I'm completely different. But I also like don't know who they thought I was in high right. school. Is that saying that you were a bad like, person in high school? Am I a worse person now? And I was better in high like. Or I don't know. It, it It's a total mind fuck to me, but like it really hurt me and affected me in the point where I was okay with letting go with this relationship. That but is I, one thing I'm going to say to you. I know I've said this to you at other times, but that I'm really um, proud that you are strong enough to have those kind of boundaries to where when someone does you wrong or 
I mean, even if it's not wrong, I mean, I don't think I'm like, I hold people to a higher standard. You're able to just cut them out. I, I, it, it's definitely not that if anyone thinks that, that I hold people to a higher standard and if they don't match that, then I'm done with them. That's not it. It's if I feel like I'm someone I don't like around you, Mm -hmm. then I don't want, because I feel like if I realize like, oh my gosh, I'm becoming materialistic and I don't want to be this person, uh-huh. I will slowly start stop hanging out with them. If I feel like I'm getting greedy and I want more out of life and my ego runs wild, mm-hmm. that's when I start like, and it's usually people don't tell me and I don't know if people are scared or intimidated to tell me things, but some t- most of the time I like, hear myself like i hear my own voice come out and i'm like that sounds terrible i just said that like who am i and then Mm -hmm. i immediately start to like retreat and like figure out why am i like this right now who's affecting it what's the environment that i'm putting myself in to be this person um so i think the fact that this person always had this one narrative of me and wouldn't accept that i have changed wouldn't like it's almost like wearing rose colored glasses that you you want me to be this one person that you knew and you're not actually getting to know me if you think i'm the same person but also like that comment made me think i guess i wasn't a good person in high school Mm -hmm. but i also was extremely shy in high school i never spoke up for myself i didn't have boundaries for with anyone i don't think I was a follower, but I was more like, I don't want to cause friction. So you if you want to do voiced, this, then yeah. I'll do it with you. You never used your voice. Yeah. So, and when I started like this friendship again, eight years later, I had a voice now and I had a stand on certain things and I knew who I was for the most part. I know what I want, knew what I wanted out of life. And also this person used to just like talk about someone who's close in my life that I don't talk to anymore and they would just always bring up this person and I'm just like how come how is it that you think I'm still the same person I was in high school but you never let me ask you about your life now I always would have to try to turn the questioning it was almost like not interrogation like as serious as interrogation is but it was always like about me like they always asked me questions about my life and anytime I tried to turn around and get to know them who they are now they would change the subject and it was just like frustrating after a certain point for myself because I don't like the spotlight on me even though we have our own podcast and we put ourselves out there I feel like this is more of like a personal growth but when someone purposely puts the spotlight on me and I'm not able to learn more about them, it questions me in that relationship and like, why are they that way? So then I start to retreat in and be like, okay, closed off boundaries. Mm -hmm. I don't know how, I don't want to share any more of my life until you share some of yours with me. So I don't know how we got on that tangent. Tangent. Sorry. So um, the most important thing that I learned, and now I understand why Maria Shriver reads this book every year, even though you say you're not going to read it every year. (laughs) Are you going to? Um, I might. I think maybe like the beginning of the summer would be a good. That's what I think so too. um, Is learning the practice of solitude. One hour, one day, 
or one week, whatever you can commit to, whether it's one hour, one day, or one week. Every woman should take at least one week to get away. Yes. Either alone or with girls. Mm -hmm. When she talks about that, it was like, I felt like she was giving permission. Like she was giving. Announcing that it was okay. Yeah, because I always carried a lot of guilt about that. Like, well, because I had children and a husband and a job and you know, this, like, like if I could get time off work, I should be spending it with my children. Oh, okay. Or with my husband, my family, you know? Like that is kind of something that I have always carried. Now I've gone on girls, you know, weekends. We when when I was a Spartan runner or racer, I did a lot of those out of town. So those were like little getaways, but not like a go and sit getaway. Yeah. You know, Palm Springs or the beach or oh my gosh, a lake. I love those just by yourself. Yeah, just to sit, mm-hmm. um, or with your girlfriends. Mm-hmm. It's just to kind of unwind and refill with woman power, you know? Yeah. And I felt like the way she put it in that chapter was like giving women the instruction to do this, mm-hmm. the permission to do this, mm-hmm. and that it is so important because you see women that lose their shit on yeah. their kids or on their husbands, yes. start treating oh their husbands gosh. terribly, speaking to them terribly. It makes me so uncomfortable me when too. I'm around somebody like that. <laughs> but you know why? Because you didn't check out completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You went on vacation with your kids or your husband. So you're still taking care of somebody. Mm-hmm. If you go by yourself, whether it's for a day or two days mm-hmm. or a week, if you go with girlfriends, pretty much in a girlfriend trip, small, intimate girlfriend trip, everybody takes care of themselves. Yeah, You're not responsible to take care of your girlfriends. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, there's usually me and my best girlfriends go there's three of us mm-hmm. and each one of us kind of has a role that we play yeah I mean we're not like you're gonna do this and you're gonna do this and you're gonna do this it's just kind of the way we work together yeah you know and so it's like you don't feel like you're responsible to do anything yeah you know I mean they're the best girls in the world they really are and when I'm <laughs> having a bad time and we've gone to the river together or somewhere together it's like sister go sit down you yeah. know They like won't let you. So I've just, that's just like the last handful of years that I've been experiencing that. And it really does. It really refills your soul Mm -hmm. just to get away. And then you miss your family. Yes. And when you come back, you're like, I missed you. Yes. You know, so you just, I think you really, that's what I took away from the book. What? Eben flows. Eben flows. Which now I know how to say that. (laughs) Yeah. And I will tell you right now. (laughs) My face is breaking out really badly the last couple of months. I am under so much stress. I know we've said this. I'm not going to go into that again. Yeah. But I feel, you know, when you feel like something's wrong, like you need something, you know, like that kind of a panic feeling constantly yeah. every day. Like you, like fight or flight. Yes. And I know what it is right now. I need two days. I mean, one day from morning till spend the night and wake up the next day if it's that short girlfriends just full 24 hours or or just by myself I mean by myself I wouldn't I wouldn't want to do that by myself right now but I mean yeah you just I just need to do fun nothing mindless laugh yeah be stupid yeah you know it I just feel that in my gut right now that that's Mm -hmm. what I need oh and I do spend (gasps) I've always spent a lot of time by myself and I have I feel it's not true but I feel like I have not had a moment to catch my breath okay you that's, don't feel like that's that today? Just, honestly, that's what I'm feeling right now. Oh, I'm sorry. 
Yeah, I'm going to blame you because... Oh my gosh! I haven't had... I've had an hour or an hour or two hours with you, but not like a whole day. With me? Yeah. It's almost like... And I hate doing this. I cannot wait for summer. I cannot wait for summer. I cannot wait for summer. I don't like to do that because as you get older, you learn. You don't want to rush to the next thing Uh -uh. because time goes way too fast. Yeah. So you do not want to rush to the next thing you want to take each day. But since I got my paddleboard... Speaking of water, baby, (laughs) there's nothing like the feeling of sitting in the ocean or on a body of water by yourself Mm -hmm. on that paddleboard. Yeah. Nothing like it. And I think I need that to like refill my soul. Yes. I I definitely have always thought like, oh my gosh, I love winter. I love the fashion, blah, blah. I think I need summer. Like, I think I'm just that person, even though like I'm very pale white and the sun and pale white skin does not mix. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I love time. the warmth. I love oh, yeah, just sunshine. Like so um, right before we came in to record, this post was posted by a friend of ours. Okay. And I'm going to read it because I loved okay. it. Okay. And it was like, this kind of fits with what we're talking about tonight. Okay. Okay. Shout out to the women who move as they so please mm. and do so unapologetically. To the women who ignore the outside noise and the opinions of others. Oh, gosh. The women who understand their assignment and will shake the room sooner or later. I hope you have an amazing day. Oh, I like that. I love that. Oh my gosh. That's very inspiring. It is. Who's one of those friends? Who is that? Flea. Oh, okay. Flea. (laughs) They're like, Flea. Hi, Felicia. (laughs) Okay. So that's basically it for this book. Do we have a new book? We do. Do I have a drum roll? Oh, we can dance. Dance party. Okay. All right, guys. The next book is called The Body Keeps the Score by Bessel van der Kolk, M.D. Bessel van der Kolk. So, of course, we post this. Whichever book it is for the month, this is May Book Club. Say, the body say, keeps the score. Okay, now say like what it says about that. The body keeps score can mean a lot of things. Okay. So. Brain, mind, and body in the healing of trauma. There you go. Should I read the back of the book? <laughs> no. Okay, I'm just going to read part of it. So trauma is a fact of life. Everybody has it. Mm-hmm. In the body keeps the score... The author uses recent scientific advances to show how trauma literally reshapes both body and brain, Mm -hmm. compromising sufferers' capacities for pleasure, engagement, self-control, and trust. I'm so excited about this book. Okay. I do have to warn you guys, and I highly, highly recommend this. There is an Audible book that you can listen to. Um, the book is $11, so it's not that expensive, but I highly suggest you get both the audible and the book. Yeah. You can highlight, take notes, go back. Yes. Another warning, because I opened this book as soon as I got it and I got it at the beginning of last month when we, I, we picked both books. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so we we, thought we'll do a short one real quick and then we'll go into another one. We'll take a short break for April and then do a normal size book for May um, because it's a little bit longer of a month. And then we also have a three day holiday towards the end of May. So you have a little bit more time to like relax and read this book and learn a lot. The warning is that the margins and the font 
are way different than this month's book. So the margins are like so tiny. The it's like every it's page is like lot, all writing. Lot of writing. A it's lot a of lot reading. Of, it's a lot of reading. A lot of reading, a lot of writing. So I highly suggest you get the audible and you get the paper mm-hmm. back book. Mm-hmm. Again, follow the link in our stories on Instagram. You can find us at Sutherland Girls on Instagram. Go to our stories. I also created a highlight. So if you go to our profile, you can find the books that we've done so far this year and then buy them through there. Um, And then again, if you follow the link and you purchase a book, it also helps with investing in our podcast and helping us pay off this equipment. What am I missing? I'm missing something. Oh, follow us on TikTok. We're fucking hilarious. So <laughs> our videos. Oh my gosh. Sometimes I watch them like 10 times. Me too. <laughs> I know. I remember when we first started posting and you were like, because if you're the owner of these reels, you can see how many people look at them. Yes. And I was like, uh, 10 of those are me. <laughs> also, I have to tell you guys, we went viral on one of our Instagram reels, which is technically like a TikTok. We Ooh. have 15,000, almost 16. Which one? Thousand views. It's Oh, sound. it was the, whose car are we going to take? Yeah. When you throw the mug and I'm like, <laughs> whose oh car are we going to take? You know what I almost put in the caption for that? No mugs were. No mugs were damaged in the making of this video. No, I think that was one of my favorite mugs. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was your sunshine and you're all about sunshine. Sunshine okay. on a cloudy day. Ready? I can't tell you what it is. You can never ask me about it later. And we're going to hurt some people. Whose car are we going to take? yes so we currently have almost sixteen thousand views on that and so here's a psa for the ending of this episode if you share our posts and you dm us showing proof we will give you guys a little gifty gift everybody likes free gift come on please share us so share it Make sure you screenshot when you've shared it to someone, DM that screenshot to us, and then we will reach out and give you a little goodie. Yes. So um, again, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Sutherland Girls. You can find us on Spotify. That's where you're listening to this podcast right now. Hit the follow button and hit the little bell to the right of the follow button. That little bell is a very important. That is how you know when a new episode like today's comes out so that you can start listening like immediately please thank you other than that um we're gonna do a little uh, bonus episode bonus for this week um it's gonna be really short and it's actually we're actually recording it right after this but it's gonna be another day a different day have your bell so this one is live on may well they know because they're listening today is may 3rd It's in the future. We're in the future. You're in the present. Um, So let's just say a bonus episode might be coming out on Thursday or Friday. So um, check us out. That one. That one's a hot, juicy episode. Very unfiltered. You got a, a little bit of curse words in this one. That one will be extremely unfiltered. And, you know, get ready for our full unfilteredness in future episodes to come. Mm hmm. Other than that, bye. So I got a DM and it says, I need your help with styling for my body. I don't know how to dress for the weather. So now I'm a stylist. So add that to my resume. I mean, it was already on there, but like, you know, for photo shoots, this is different.
For a photo shoot? No, for like going through someone's closet and styling them. <coughs> oh yeah, that'd be fun, huh? Yeah. I think you could totally, you do it to me all the time. I know. But how do you, how much do you charge someone to do that? A lot. <laughs> A lot. Kidding. A percentage on um, how much you spend <laughs> on your new wardrobe. <laughs> Excuse me, iced tea. Um, I think you would charge an hourly rate, whatever your hourly, whatever you're worth an hour. A million bucks. I'm worth a million dollars. <laughs> how much is looking fabulous worth? It takes a lot of money to do that, to, to look, look fabulous. fabulous all the time. To look fabulous. Just kidding. Fabuloso. Um, okay, so did you set this? It seems a little tall. Um, no, I kind of grabbed the mic out of our little basket thingy, and then I was like, do it. <laughs> do it. But let me loosen my mic. I just like to put it a little higher so I set up straight so that my back doesn't hurt. Ooh, you got me a bubbly. Yeah, open that before we start so it doesn't go. Well, I'm recording. Brought to you by. Bubbly. <laughs> Bubble. Bubble. <laughs> Lemon lime. Do you hear it? No. I was wondering if you can hear the don't bubbles. Don't spill it on the the new mics. Okay. Okay. Are you ready for this? Da, na, na. Are you ready for this? One, two, three. The equipment. <laughs> oh my gosh, turn your phone off. Um to be a woman today. I already said that. Sorry. It's okay. Stop apologizing. Where is that book? Girl, stop apologizing. Um, or if I feel like I'm getting gritty, gr- gritty, 